0: Hey, what's up? It's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and my good buddy, Kyle Canane, we'd get together each week, ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, other mysteries of the universe. Uh, at least that was our initial intentions. Uh, but if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also had a Patreon page. We would offer up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully, someday soon, we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster. But until then, please enjoy this blast from the past from your old pals Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening.
1: It's like The View, you know? Like like all these other, like the fighter and the kid or whatever, all these combos. Like, I wouldn't necessarily be like oh these are stand-up comedians with a podcast anymore now it's more like oh these are just personalities that exist yeah to be entertaining with one another yeah that's true you know not as a slight or anything but i don't look at them as like comedians i look at them as like entertainers and celebrities celebrities hanging out shooting the shit
0: well, and now everything's jumbled because of this last year in COVID. But before that, that's kind of how I judged comics. I was like, "Oh, are you a comedian who does a, some other stuff on the side, or are you an actor or a podcaster whose agent pressured you into doing stand-up?" You know, y- like, yeah.
1: Well, pod, yeah, like well, we're to, to tell people we were talking about the existence of podcasts, and so we decided to do a rolling uh-huh. start for Q and A, but. Um, but yeah how pe like it's just okay there's nothing else to do it is nice that okay buy this equipment and you can have a podcast doesn't mean anybody's yeah. gonna listen to it but no as far as I mean do you remember the early days of just thinking like you like doing an open mic and having somebody laugh that didn't know you Like one person laughing at a joke or two people laughing at a joke. And you're like, all right, that's all I need. I'm going to keep going.
0: Well, that's the drug. Yeah, that's the drug. Anybody can make their friends and family laugh. But like, oh, shit, a room full of people who don't know or care about me just laugh their asses off. But that's that's a drug. But that's
1: what I mean with like podcasts and like anybody could have one and everybody does. And like all the jokes about everybody and their mothers putting out a podcast and who's listening to them. I and I'm one of those people too. Like, how many of these things do we need? As I have three or
0: four. No one ever says that I'm about doing. shitty TV shows, though. Yeah, I never <laughs> hear that debate about. Oh, there's too many TV shows. Of course, there's way too many, and very few of them are good. And same could be said for podcasts. But I was, I mean, you find your audience. You- living
1: in Oregon, I don't know if you get it, like even just living in Long Beach, but now being disconnected from all the showbiz shit of like who's pitching a show and who's doing this and even seeing people like I like them and I I am rooting for them but like uh, whatever CBS uh, green lights script from people I like I'm like that'll never see the light of day yeah. there's gonna be some garbage <laughs> that they're gonna put in there but I'm glad for my friends like that was my whole thing yeah. Like I was like I'd be happy if I sold a script and bummed if they ever wanted to do anything past it. Like, give me the money for this and then tell me (laughs) to fuck off. That's what I'm expecting. That's what I'm okay with. Go through the notes process where the thing that you like is destroyed. Uh, (laughs) We went through that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we sure did.
1: (laughs) Mm. So... So this is fun, like, to be able to take it into your own hands for better or worse. Like, fuck it. I bought, I bought a mic. I bought a laptop. I'm making a show. Yeah. And we're and then we're yeah, here. And that's how it happens.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. We, I guess
1: this stemmed from us uh, having gratitude for the Patreons and the listeners of the Boogie Monster.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.
1: Oh, God, hold on. A guy with his Harley Davidson is rattling the windows. uh Uh-oh. That's the dumbest, the nerdiest thing in the world is, like, somebody who has to start their Harley Davidson at 7 a.m. to go to work. Like, look out, bad boys. Chopper's in town, and he's punching
0: in on time. (laughs) I think that's the most, or the first sign of me getting old and, and my inner old man coming out, is I just fucking am so annoyed by any loud noise now. <laughs> any unnecessary, intentional loud noise. Like, what are you doing? Hope, Be quiet. I hope Charlie starts barking right now. <laughs> <laughs> but people making noise in public. Shut the fuck up. Well. People, <laughs> I don't even, I know this is a curmudgeon at it. I don't even like to pe- see people whistle and sing to themselves. Like, okay, we get it. You know, like when you see a guy just by himself, just singing R and B. Shut up. (laughs) Be quiet.
1: I I don't want to squash someone's inherent joy, but anybody who whistles—that's why you're a better person. Anybody whistling well seems like a show off to me. Yeah. Like if you're whistling like if you're whistling a song and you're a bad whistler, I'm rooting for you. But if you're whistling and you're good at whistling, <laughs> it's like you're just saying, Look at me, I'm a great whistler. That's all I that's yeah. all I hear when somebody's a good whistler is like I'm a show off.
0: Whoopty fucking dude. I don't
1: know why. Not with anything Wake else, up. but whistling in particular <laughs> does drive me nuts. And I downloaded an app on my phone that's a dog whistle to handle my neighbor's dog. I don't, di- I should say, I don't dislike, see, look, there you go. There's one. There you go. want to try this dog whistle? You want to try the dog whistle app? I'll, I'll let you know which one Charlie, I got. Charles, chill out. Charles. Maybe address him in a more mature fashion. Charles. He wants to be in charge. Um, yeah, I don't hate motorcycles. I just think it's silly that it's like this symbol of rebellion and the only time I like see him is just a 50-year-old guy going to work. <laughs> Especially Harley-Davidson when they have to have all the accessories that say Harley-Davidson.
0: That is goofy. Is there any... Imagine a guy... <laughs> Getting into a Ford Bronco, and he's he's got on a Ford Bronco T-shirt and a Ford Bronco hat and a Ford Va- Bronco vest.
1: See, this bike means I don't play by the rules. Anyway, here's my matching socks and gloves and hat and sunglasses, <laughs> and I then my I got an F one fifty. That's the Harley Davidson F F-1, one uh, F one fifty issue, and I have a credit card that's a Harley Davidson credit card. It's like you've been played. Hmm.
0: Yeah, man. <clears throat> Brand loyalty. Oh.
1: Well, speaking of brand loyalty, <laughs> these listeners are loyal enough to submit questions to the Patreon. Yep. Oh,
0: real quick, though, before we get into oh, I thought it, you were like, oh, and I, you just
1: remembered this was the episode we were taping.
0: Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we are recording. <laughs> I forgot. Dude, I just missed, by a millisecond, by a millisecond, I missed a... A golden opportunity to uh, to dish out some street justice. All right, and I'm I'm kicking myself. Tell, tell because I, spill the beans. Walking Charlie a while ago, walking around the block, and I turn a corner, and I see the the just the aftermath, the recoil of the arm. Of what I think is a guy toss another guy walking a dog tossing a bag of dog shit onto someone's porch, (laughs) but you know uh, know, that moment when you're like, "Did I just see that?" Like, like I literally, like my eyes turn the corner right when a second after he had let go of the bag and he's 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 recoiling his arm back into the normal position, and I was like, "Did I just did he?" And I I didn't I didn't see it. But I was like, hey, I think he just threw some dog shit. And I just looked at the guy and I, was, I didn't say anything because I didn't have proper evidence. I fucking get back to the apartment. Five minutes later, there was a note notification on Nextdoor app with a ring video. That person's uh, doorbell camera caught it. I was like, oh, fuck. It was that guy. And you can. It was that guy. It was that guy. <laughs> and I was. Ugh.
1: So wait, he picked it up in a bag.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I see a lot of that. I see a lot of rogue bags of dog shit because they'll do the deed they'll, they'll do the first good deed or not even good deed, what you're fucking supposed to do I mean, in case someone's looking or whatever. They don't want to, you know, have their yeah. dog shit in a guy's yard and then just walk away, so they pick it up. But what I do is I then I then have to I carry it all the way home and put it in my outdoor trash can. Well, these people pick it up carry it for a block and get tired of carrying it And chuck it somewhere That's what this guy did But he chucked it on some dude's fucking porch Like at the very least Just chuck it, you know, in some common area But see, this
1: is the world where I'm like What did the guy What's the relationship between the chucker And the ring cam owner I don't know the story That's why I can't get angry at video clips anymore
0: like but on the, the news, ring camera, believe... owner is the one who posted the video and is like, "Look at this random asshole." But maybe you know, it's if not it was random. His brother-in-law, he he may not have posted. Maybe
1: it. it's not random. Maybe that guy did. Maybe the, who knows? Maybe the guy chucking the dog shit. The guy with the ring camera scratched his car door on accident. And didn't own up to it or something. I have no. Okay. This is why Good I can't. Point. I have to curb any anger. Like when I see a truncated yeah. video clip of anything, I'm like, I there's no way to know what happened before, or after, especially. With the last year of, like, look at the cops pushing this guy, or look at this protester throwing this by. Like, I, you started the video right at the action of what you yeah. want, for where the, the viewpoint of what you want me to believe. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole thing with the kids with the MAGA hats standing in the face of the Native American guy. Yeah. And then you find out, it's like, well, the Native Americans were kind of pushed to it by, like, it was like, Nation of Islam guys. Like, there's a whole story around it, but everybody reacted to that video clip without investigating what happened before. So I'd say flinging a bag of dog shit. If it's in the bag already, not the worst thing. Not great. Definitely not great.
0: Yeah, but if there is no backstory, it's more than not great. Like, that's, that's so shitty, well, and I know that's, it's in the bag. But that's but what like, I mean.
1: The porch... What, is Ugh. the porch sounds makes it seem personal if you're just trying to get rid of a bag of dog shit, leave it on the sidewalk where you picked it up to throw yeah. it on somebody's actual stoop? That sounds like it was a personal attack. Hmm, that's what, that's okay. my take on it. That's my take.
0: Well, had I seen it, I still would have demanded <laughs> to find out what the backstory is. Hey, man, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. This well, uh, the
0: reason I the reason I don't doubt that it was just a random act of fucking dipshittery was just this neighbor, man. You can tell so much by a person by how they fucking park.
1: <laughs> There's
0: just so many shitty fucking parkers in this neighborhood. Yeah, and I don't mean just like see. And, and for the listeners who don't understand in Long Beach and in many parts of L.A. Like parking, it's like a never-ending game of fucking musical chairs. Like, yeah, I've looked. 45 minutes for parking.
1: City parking, man.
0: It's just insane. So my point is, we've got, and it's unlike other parts of L.A. that I've seen or other, I'm not saying it's incredibly unique to Long Beach, but I haven't really noticed it this way. But but because we have bike lanes, the bike lanes go right up against the sidewalk. Um, Yeah. So therefore, this, like, in certain parts of L.A., street parking, you're literally parking right up next to the sidewalk. But right? bi- sometimes the well, bike: lane, yeah,
1: sometimes the bike lane is on yeah. the driver's side of the car, sometimes it's on the passenger' side of the car in a gap between the Much sidewalk.: easier and the way to say car. what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Yep. exactly. Here, the bike lane is on the passenger side. Yeah, so um, and so that we've got these long uh, rectangle boxes that hold four cars. So every block, you know, you got a big four car block and then there's a driveway, a big four car block. Then there's mm-hmm. a driveway. That's just the way these blocks are set up. Well, if people park the way they're supposed to park, four average cars can fit in those blocks. But because a lot of times the lead car or the caboose car are not maxing out the space of the box. For example, the the, oh, yeah. the lead car,
1: oh, got a big instead
0: of that. pulling all the way up to the top of the box, he'll leave 12 feet of nothing. And therefore, it's taken away space from the cars behind them. And now, only three fucking cars can fit in this box instead of four. And that happens every fucking day Uh, on every fucking block. uh, And it's like, you fucking idiots, can you not figure out that four fucking cars can fit here if you don't park like a fucking asshole? I
1: always needed to see a repeat offender. Because my thing was like between driveways, if it's a spot for two cars and somebody parks in the middle so nobody fucks with their car, I'm like... Well, I'm going to have to fuck with that car. And usually it was just peeing on yeah. the door handles and stuff. Um, not that they would know I did that, but I would know I did that. And that was my version of street yeah. justice was peeing on door handles. But then I was like, I need to see a repeat offender because people park motorcycles and motorcycles take up half the space of a car, but it throws off the spacing mm-hmm. of the rest of the area. I'm like, I got to see your car pull this shit a few times from like, oh, you're just being a dick. Yeah, Like, oh, I don't want anybody to touch my car, so I'm going to take up too many spaces. Oh, I'm touching your car. A lot.
0: Well, and sometimes it's not even that. It's my idiot or asshole theory. Are you an idiot or are you an asshole? The asshole is doing it so no one touches his car. The idiot's just like, here's why I'm going to park, get out and walk away. Like, no, look at what you're fucking doing, idiot. I'm getting stickers made. I'm going to get a bunch of stickers Uh, made that look just like parking tickets. We're going to give them the size of parking tickets? No, I like... I'm going to just start putting... I'm a
1: fan of the paper sticker right in the driver's, like, on the windshield. Yeah. And to make it, make sure it's yeah. paper so it's hard to get off. Mm-hmm. And paper and pour a little water on it. <clears throat> if you know for yeah. sure that it's somebody that keeps just screwing up parking and being a jerk, oh, well, yeah. I got no problem with
0: these that. Are the, these are the problems in my life, Kyle. Not bad. If that's the biggest thing. Not bad. Yeah, I as far as warrior
1: living warrior. in a city, I think I'd rather have a parking space than a bathroom if I had to live in a city again. <laughs> Man, you're not far off. When I lived in Los Feliz and it was like, I mean, again, I was not a great person with the drinking and driving, but I'd find a parking space so far away and wake up the next day and just be like, Looks like we're just cruising around the neighborhood for a while, trying to remember where we parked.
0: Oh, man. I don't know if I've done that. How long have you been been looking for your car?
1: Dude, well, I remember like one time hours? in Chicago at my buddy's place. He lived in Lincoln Park, and it's one of those neighborhoods where it's... It, it, like, Chicago's a grid system, but then they'll throw one diagonal street in there, and then we'd get... Uh-huh. That was our buddy's house that we'd all get super high at and just... Walking out, trying to find the car, stone, just, like, it's got, like, thinking it's towed. Like, there's, it's not around. It had to be, like, oh, man, that, I think we just went back to his house and slept over.
0: (laughs) Oh, man.
1: But, yeah, Los Feliz was bad. Waking up, like, just give me the ticket. I don't care. I'm not walking a half a mile at 7 a.m.
0: Yeah, man, street parking. Ugh, it sucks.
1: Oh, we've we've got the worst problems of anybody.
0: Yeah, it's tough being us.
1: (laughs) Daniel Daniel Fisher asks, if you had to fight one Stallone character, who would it be and why? That's a good question, Daniel.
0: Huh. Well, any characters, you're going to have your hands full, because Stallone... He's a, he's fucking, how old is he now? I saw a picture of him the other day, and he's just, he looks like a 29-year-old bodybuilder. Yeah, he looks like a... He's gotta be 70. He
1: looks like a, like a, a, a misstuffed plush animal. (laughs) Like, like somebody put the filling in the wrong places.
0: Oh, man, that is funny. He's getting
1: close to looking like Jigsaw (laughs) from the Saw movies.
0: Um, the... The character I think I'd have the best uh, chance at uh, fighting would be his character in Cop Town. Have you seen that, Cop Town? No. Where he plays a sheriff? It's pretty good. Ray Liotta, uh, Harvey Keitel. uh, Yeah, pretty good. It's all about um, all these NYPD officers live across the bridge or across the river there in Jersey, in this little small town in Jersey, and he's the sheriff of this little small town, but... uh, all the cops live over there, so he's you know they just he's a joke you know you're not a real cop oh, fuck okay. you sheriff, that kind of thing, but it, it's a good movie, but in that movie, he uh, intentionally gained like forty pounds, so he's not in shape Stallone, and he's uh, half deaf in one ear. so just but those two things I think would give me <laughs> the better week. odds than i don't want I don't want to fight Rocky four Stallone or Rambo Two Stallone.
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you want to fight old Stallone, but old Stallone when he's got guns or young Stallone. Like, if you fought him in Rocky, it'd be regulated in the ring. (laughs) So, like, listen, I'm going to get my ass kicked, but there's going to be a ref there to stop it, hopefully, rather quickly, as opposed to, like, what, am I going to fight him when he's in Cobra? (laughs) When there's no laws? It's just like, oh, hey, hey, Sly, that's a cool car. Oh, you're beating the shit out of me, and nobody's going to stop you.
0: Coper, you might have a shot because you could utilize that stupid toothpick against him. You could pop him in the mouth, and he's always got that fucking toothpick. And he's wearing dark sunglasses the whole movie.
1: Yeah, he's at his he most confident.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> I think I would fight him in uh, Rocky 1.
0: Yeah, that is the most out of shape. Uh, I, he's in better shape now, or at least physically looking. His physique is better now than it was in the original Rocky.
1: Yeah, I think I got a better chance at Rocky, early Rocky. <laughs> so that's my, he's a
0: little doughy in that.
1: That's my, that's my answer. <laughs> All
0: right, I'm, I'm going with Cop Town because he's older and doughy. So. Andrew? Great question, Daniel. Uh, Daniel, I'm sorry, not Danielle. Jeez. I can't. I never anything. see any that's well, I
1: never thinking. see anybody with a Daniel written out fully. So you think it's like Danielle you because she you see don't, Dan? Yeah, yeah, you just see Daniel. Like, all right.
0: Okay. Uh Lee Singleton, what's up, Lee? Kyle and Dave, if there's one personal belief you wish you could convince each other of, what would it be? Um That's a great question. I guess mine would be I want to convince you to purchase a movie. Coptown? That you're your favorite movie and just just purchase and just to have just to have it, whether it be DVD or whatever. You told us that recently that you just you find it completely stupid that anybody would own a movie.
1: I, yeah, I don't know why.
0: <laughs> you never have the desire to watch a movie again?
1: I did, and then I would either rent it or I, it would be Netflix or any of the streaming. What am I paying all this money for streaming services? I got to take up my physical space with a DVD? Pish posh, <laughs> pish posh. I tell
0: I'm you, I'm not saying <laughs> pish posh. No, I'm not saying you gotta fucking go out and have a build a collection, but just you know, your your three favorite movies. It just it seems odd that you would have no desire to just. Have uh, full access to those rather than rent them again or find them on streaming. Every time I go, and, and, and again, uh, I, they don't cost hundred and fifty dollars. I'm talking, you know, spend eight bucks on a used copy of of Goodfellas, you know, or whatever, just to have on hand. I'd rather just buy eight dollars. A,
1: I'd rather buy eight dollars of candy at whoever's. When is Goodfellas? Goodfellas is like, dude, I love Lucy. It's on at some point <laughs> anywhere
0: in the world. Yeah, well, that's not a great example then, but you know what I mean. Just whatever movie, maybe okay. Especially a movie. There are some movies that I can't. I can't name one right now, for example. But there are movies that I've been waiting to come on Netflix or, or Prime for years, and they've never come on there for free. You know, so you know, sorry.
1: one movie I, I think I started watching on a plane was Baby Driver.
0: Oh, that's not a bad movie. I don't I don't normally like those kind of just dumb action movies, but that one but I But it was. Like,
1: everybody in it was good, you know, like a good mm-hmm. character. But I just, I didn't finish it. I'm like, oh, I'll just catch it on one of the streaming services because every movie winds up there. Cannot find that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Cannot find mm. it. Or, or it's like three bucks. And I'm like, well, I'm not paying you three bucks. I already pay everybody f- however much a month for all <laughs> these goddamn services. And you want to charge me for yeah. a movie?
0: Yeah, that does seem weird. Um, if I, but, but I think maybe that's why. I think, I think Apple or whomever, like they push the movies that they know aren't on Netflix, aren't on Hulu. Yeah,
1: know, aren't it's crime. like distribution rights. Well, not, see, now I got to come up with what I want a, a personal belief. Personal belief on for you? Eat I, a salad
0: every now and then. Throw <laughs> a
1: leafy green in there. You don't fuck with salads at all. <laughs>
0: No, no, I was just... But I know, it, no, no, yeah, no, I'm salad. just saying. I, I do love a salad. I've been eating a lot of salads lately uh, in terms of, like, whenever uh, Katie on the weekend will, uh, she, she loves to get the DoorDash or the Postmates, and instead of just getting the, the bacon cheeseburger from Outback or whatever, I've been doing a lot of Cobb salads. I've been doing a lot of Blue Cheese Wedge, oh, and I yeah, know oh, calorically, you know, but those are still pretty high, man, but I feel Cobb like I'm salad? making an effort, you know? Oh, Cobb
1: salad a or chef salad, dog?
0: I got you. Yeah, I got you, dude. Uh, we had uh, some Italian place recently. I ordered the antipasta salad. Oh, that's not and that's and not, was, not even a uh, salad. That's a meal. Oh man, it had salami and it had the fucking pepperonis mm-hmm. and uh, oh my, the red onion and the Italian vinaigrette. Get out of yeah,
1: there! Yeah, that's a, that's oh, just gosh. a breadless sub sandwich. That's all that is. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a protein. What are they? That's a keto sub sandwich.
0: Yeah, that's
1: all it that is. Yep. Mm. Um, I don't know what I want to convince you of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much have it all together, so I don't need...
1: Yeah, you're all set, man. I don't... (laughs) I don't want to change you, Dave. I like you the way you are.
0: (laughs) Well, thanks, buddy.
1: Yeah, I I think...
0: (laughs) uh, Oh, man.
1: I wish... Yeah. That's it? Yeah, I don't know. I wish you'd click twice on some of these subjects we try to cover. <laughs> but then we wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't have a
0: show. Exactly.
1: Gotta, yeah. it's a, you can't have yin and yin. It's got to be yin and yang. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. What fun is being accurate all the time, you know?
1: Robert, pretty sure I just got COVID. Damn it. Sorry, Robert. Just shows to go. Shows to go. Yeah, it's still out there. Everybody goes to show you. It's still out there. Wear your masks. Sorry. Hope you pull through soon, Robert. He says, what should I do? Watch. Listen to research with the next two weeks of my life. If I can do anything at all. Yeah, don't. Don't. I'm not going to recommend any food because you can't taste it. Um, What should you watch or listen to? I always recommend uh, the It Could Happen Here by Robert Evans podcast.
0: Uh, that is a good one That
1: one I like uh, The big one's another one About the earthquake in California What would happen if it went down As far as podcasts uh, Spooked is a good scary story one At night if you want to get bugged out uh, Watching I'm on season three of The Wire And have been mm-hmm. enjoying it We're also on think I think season four of The Crown And at this point it's just a war of attrition Is that good? It started to be good. At first it starts Mm. because it's really interesting how this old bird that we just see being made fun of in the Naked Gun movie, how she came to be. It's like kind of. (laughs) Well, because like we we don't give a shit about the royal family and we don't know what significance they have at all. And at one point they did have this power and it is this kind of this royal family coping with the fact that nobody really gives a shit about them anymore. And that yeah. their ways are anti. So it, it's kind of getting interesting now that we're in the 80s and it's Princess Diana showing what, like being a young mm-hmm. person that's actually connected to the rest of society, how that has an effect on these, this royal family. And there's some interesting stuff, but also it's because it's quarantine and hey, why not? Let's dive into a series. So that's why.
0: Yeah. There you go. Um, Robert, of course, I would recommend Sopranos if you haven't seen that. I would recommend uh, Fargo, the series. If you haven't seen that, uh, seasons one, two, and three are incredible. Well, I'm still, I did, I did, I still don't know what to think about season four. Did not. I wanted care. to like it. Yeah, didn't care. Yeah, I wanted to like it so bad, and it wasn't bad. Like as a show. But because it was named Fargo, it just felt like it was missing a lot of that Fargo quirkiness. Yeah, and it was just a
1: straight up kind of period piece crime thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if it was just named something else, it would have been like, all right, that's a good show. But I just I have such high hopes for every new season of Fargo. And that one just kind mm-hmm. of disappointed upon the first watch. Now, the first two seasons I've seen five or six times all the way through. So maybe I need to give season four another shot. But anyway, first three a Fargo, uh, man, fucking incredible. A lot of people didn't like season three. Uh, it, it grew on me. It's fucking phenomenal now that I've seen it two or three times. But yeah, anyway, uh, I know those are kind of obvious, Sopranos and Fargo. but
1: I'll say, uh, if maybe not quite research, get yourself a bird feeder. Very calming. I don't know what area you live in, but like a bird feeder or a squirrel feeder and just to kick it outside and or in from the inside and watch what uh, different birds are coming by and I've been I that's been a pretty nice thing like wake up in the morning, I have my coffee and I just I, I got a bird feeder and a squirrel feeder and I just watch these little critters do their thing. That's awesome. Very uh That's awesome. very meditative without realizing that it is. I can't intentionally meditating, I can't do it. I'm too distracted ironically but then I realized I'd just been sitting there looking at a bird feeder for 20 minutes and that was meditation. So maybe that, maybe get yourself a little bird feeder and something to just kind of in a little bird book or something.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea, man. Hmm. Just make me think doing that. I've got, I don't have much of an outside, but I've, we've got this nice big window up front and, uh, about ten feet away is this nice big tree, so I'm looking right at it. I think I'm gonna put a fucking bird feeder right there, man.
1: Bird feeder, we got yeah, and you get, we got all kinds up here. I mean, in L.A. was hummingbirds, that was exciting. Mm-hmm. To have the hummingbirds yep. come by, that wasn't turned into a whole heartbreaking saga. But you know what you're gonna do? It's life.
0: Man, y'all had a great setup at that last place on the balcony there with all those trees and stuff. Oh,
1: hummingbirds, squirrels at night. Rats. There's a lot going on over there. <laughs>
0: uh, what else? Uh, here's one for you, Kyle. Ross, uh, what would you recommend as a budget road bike? Mm. I would almost exclu- exclusively be riding it to eat too much pizza.
1: Oh, man. if you're If you're trying to get plump, get yourself something comfortable. You don't want a road bike. If you're just trying to go out and party, budget-wise, shit. SE, the old the SE brand, folks that used to make and still do make PK rippers and quad angles, make some pretty good going single speed. That's the one, that that purple bike that I gave you, Dave, that's an SE, single uh-huh. speed, okay. decent enough bike.
0: Yeah, it's been treating me good. I replaced the, uh, I got a uh, new seat on it, and uh, that was my only complaint was the seat was a little harsh. And, uh, oh, I yeah, I had, like a road race seat on uh, there. Yeah, it's uh, I'm scooting around on that thing. I break it out about once a week, ride it to the record store. Why not? It to Get out and You
1: got them bike lanes.
0: Yeah. You got them yeah, great it's easy, bike lanes.
1: Take advantage of those.
0: Yeah, easy to scoot around here on uh, a bike.
1: You know what? I, Ross, I'm telling you, this is going to be a local bike shop uh, question. Go to a, your local bike shop. Maybe don't go to a... You know, try to support the independently owned businesses as much as possible. And just talk to them. They... they I know sometimes they can seem like intimidating because it's like all the
0: you know like going to a uh,
1: like going to a record store or or, or mm-hmm. and asking for something pedestrian, but yeah, they should please it,
0: don't make fun of my taste. But yeah, I have a question.
1: But if a bike shop's going to be a dick, then then yeah, fuck them. Don't worry about it. But most any bike shop, you should be able to go like, listen, I want to spend this much money, and this is what I want to do with it, and they can guide you in the right direction without being. A a ripoff artist. So, otherwise, I don't know so much about the road bike stuff and brands. That stuff bikes get expensive immediately. I just want six gears. Okay, it's three hundred bucks. I want (sighs) ten gears. All right, it's fifteen (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars.
0: What are the bikes with the big beefy tires? Fat bikes, baby. What's the point of those? What are they? Fat bikes. Um, Fat bikes. What's the point of those?
1: It's just uh Well, it's just a trend, Mo- like pe- okay. mountain bike guys like them because you can go in snow and sand with them. Uh huh. Because you got more traction, more of a footprint, so that is the uh, the actual application for them. Otherwise, I think they're just also just comfier, big old tires. Yeah.
0: But it's oh just God. it's yeah, just, they look cool.
1: It's just a lot of shit. To, like yeah, mm-hmm. it takes up a lot of space. For some, I I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see the need for them, but I tell you, man, Ross, go, go on Craigslist or something. Go on uh, and find something cheap and used. Find out if you dig it. If you live in a city, there's always, Shane bought a bike from a dude in L.A. He just rehabs old bikes, like gets them up working and in good shape. So you can get a, a good used road bike from and, and put a couple bucks into it. Oh, bikes. But I could just talk about bikes this whole show, but I won't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because Cody Bishop wants to know, if there was no worry of money and Dave and Kyle were going on a Boogie Monster-themed road trip, where would you guys go and which places would you stop to eat on the way? Well, I mean.
0: Well, if there was no worry of money, I'm assuming there's no worry of logistics. I think, you know what would be fun? To one day do. Now this would be a logistical nightmare putting it together. But uh a tour of Europe. Oh sure. Just tour around tour around Europe. Some you know, real home. Play a show every third or fourth day. The other days we're eating and exploring and ghost hunting. That'd be fun.
1: I would yeah, I could see that. I've been looking at a lot of uh pictures and videos of like Germany and Switzerland and stuff like that.
0: Oh Switzerland! I follow a bunch of Switzerland uh, travel accounts on Instagram. Yeah, it's just just gorgeous. Just picture after picture. Austria, parts yeah. Of Switzerland.
1: I would. I think oh. getting out there and being around all those creepy forests and and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good. One. And yeah. then yeah, just eating alone and just European food. As far as here, I mean, we went to Yuma for the trying to make the show, but I like the desert, man. I think we go out. Yep. I think we roll out to Skinwalker Ranch, see what all this bullshit's about, Then we go to a Chuckarama, which is the Mormon buffet <laughs> where you can have some funeral <laughs> potatoes. It's the org, it's the very organized buffet that I've spoke about before. I think yeah. that would be a fun one. I think that's a doable thing, Skinwalker Ranch and Chuckarama. Yeah. I think Okay. Area 51's kind of played out, but I think at this point being on the western part of the United States, we at least got to drive by it. Go take a peek and then Good. eat at the a- alien cafe that's over there.
0: And then the second leg of the tour, we could go down to New Mexico and snoop around uh, Dulce, the Dulce base, and then maybe find some green chili. Yeah,
1: that what, that, what, yeah, that's, that, that's the un- uniquely New Mexican green chili, yeah. We got a Christmas
0: style. It's like well, an omelet Christmas style. Yeah, yeah. New Mexican you know, and it. in Colorado, I think. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they got they, they like it over there. That's a big rivalry. They like them hatch chilies. Hmm. But yeah, I think the hatch chili does come from Hatch, New Mexico. If I'm not mistaken. But yeah. Robert
1: Kurzak
0: says, "Hey guys,
1: what's the dumbest injury you've ever gotten?"
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Well, I laughs> That one I told you about on the phone last week.
1: <laughs> Wait, which what did you do last week? Uh,
0: what happened? Remember when I was in the shower? Okay, I'll say this oh, to the Oh, yeah, to the yeah, you did
1: tell me about that one.
0: Oh, I, yeah. I uh, almost had a brain aneurysm in the shower because uh, I uh, was in the shower and it was real hot, and let's just say uh, blood was flowing from one part of my body to the other, and I guess that happened too quickly. <clears throat> and, uh, man, I had... Like, for like five seconds, I thought I was dying. It you was were like redirecting some worst. supplies, yeah, I was redirecting my blood flow and uh just the worst headache, but like immediately, like I got hit in the head with a shovel, like, and I thought like oh my my brain is gonna pop out of the out of the skin, I'm dying this yeah, dude, you
1: stomach. and your crazy hot showers with blood pressure yeah. issues and beaten yeah. off that is a recipe yeah. for an embarrassing death,
0: yeah, I didn't think about that. So, got to be more careful. Then you got two cats
1: taking dibs on your soft
0: parts. (laughs) (laughs) I told you this on the phone when I told you that, but I'll tell the listeners. uh, When I was a cop, uh, I had maybe about three different uh, cases where this happened, where uh, dudes died while jacking off, and uh, I think all three of them were similar in that they were uh, naked, on the ground, still with her hand around their dick, and porn on the laptop, just killed over in the middle of a session, and uh, one in particular sticks out because about ten minutes later his mom showed up, and she's trying to get upstairs. Where's my baby? I want to yeah. see my baby. I like, no, I like literally had to tackle this lady, like a soft, passive tackle, just to kind of <laughs> like, no, you can't go up there. You cannot. I'm sorry. You can't
1: trust go up there. us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you please yeah, I mean, trust? See, yeah,
0: I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy.
1: Well, I I don't think yeah, these people had a dumb. choice in being that guy. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. remember that. Maybe cool yeah. the water down a little if you're going for it next time. Make it an endurance <laughs> issue.
0: Um,
1: man, I got. I mean, I got my dislocated collarbone from. Jumping off a fence, drunk. Ooh. I got, uh... I was covered in poison oak because I fell off my bike because I saw a snake and it scared me. Uh, both <laughs> knees sprained from dumb shit on the bike. Not even cool crashes. One, I just thought somebody was behind me, so I turned my head and dr- rode into a ditch. Um, I got punched in the face... Because I insulted some gang members' weed. (laughs) (laughs) Where was this? It was years ago. I was in Aurora, Illinois. Not the place that Wayne's World would have you believe it is. Very rough area. (laughs) And some guy was like, buy some weed. I'm like, no, I already got some. He's like, well, this is good. I'm like, I don't know. My shit's pretty great. And then I just heard from, I was saying this out the driver's side window. Well, in the passenger seat. And I didn't know there was a guy next to me On the passenger side of the vehicle Uh, Because then I just heard like, All of a sudden I was like, man, don't you ever disrespect me I'm like, what? I thought we were making jokes And I just turned into a fist I just turned to my right And turned right into this guy Punching me in the face So that was uh, was Pretty dumb Um, Throwing my back out Trying to do wheelies on a new bike Because I didn't stretch just lately, shoulders getting screwed up because I sleep too hard. Yeah. Most of them are dumb. I'll say most of my injuries are dumb.
0: Yeah, I concussed myself on, on a TV show. Um, oh, is that when you was s-
1: smashed a beer can on your head?
0: Yeah, I did it once, and the camera guy was like, Hey, can you do that again? I was like, sure, and I did again, and they just kept needing different angles. Oh no! And I wound up doing it thirteen times. I smashed thirteen cans in the course of like five minutes, and uh, I didn't go to the doctor or anything. But I have, I've had a concussion before in football, and uh, all the same symptoms, just for like three or four days, just the worst headache, uh, just all these weird symptoms. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck! I gave myself a goddamn concussion, fucking idiot. Doing and, it for the camera. <laughs> That's right, man. I don't need to I do my own stunts.
1: He ain't fucking around. He doing them stunts.
0: That'd be that okay. They have plus-size stuntmen? Like I mean, I, there's got to be got to be fat characters. Yeah, they probably put them they probably They're, put
1: them in a fat suit.
0: Oh, okay. There you go.
1: You know. Hmm.
0: Thought I had me a niche there.
1: No. <laughs> it is funny when the stunt people are on set and they take their job very seriously because I think they realize everybody's like, you kind of just made up your job.
0: hmm
1: Like, what do you do? I just fall down for a paycheck. And then when somebody else is, like, going to do their stunt, they're like, all right, you need to be here. And then you need to be over here. And you need to look at it I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to fall down like how you fall down. <laughs> <laughs> this was a big, fun airbag. I'm going for
0: it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Did Have you ever needed a stunt guy? Like, for example, in uh, the house. Oh, yeah. Didn't you get thrown into a pool? Uh,
1: the guy on the house looked so much like me, it was uh, upsetting people.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: He was, like, dead. On, oh, I wish I had the... I, I've got a picture around here somewhere. But, yeah, everybody, you know, everybody's like, oh, good job, good job. But this one with people were like, holy shit, this is creepy. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That guy was good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The stunt people on Those Who Can't were real fun because they're like, all right, you want to be careful of this and that? I'm like, yeah, but it's a big airbag. I can just dive right into it. They're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Like, all
0: right. Like, for example, there's that scene I forgot the name of the episode, uh but when they're having like a um a school election,
1: yeah, right, and I gotta and walk off the stage, yeah,
0: yes, did you walk off the stage? Yeah. Or the no, no I did it, they had a big old airbag set up, I'm like, hell, yeah, I'm doing this nice there's a right, that's a funny scene
1: that's a good scene, yeah, well, then there's Rory being Rory, so of course it's a good time there's um. Because that's a big thing they say about like skateboarding and bike tricks now is that people learn on airbags and with foam pits. So that's why the sport Mm -hmm. progressed is that now people could try these tricks over a pit with like chunks of foam instead of just trying it on a dirt jump. And there's this park. (laughs) Actually, Derek Brown and I, you don't know Derek Brown, right?
0: I don't think I Poet,
1: comedian, funny dude, uh, and great writer. But we're both going to go to this indoor bike park for the jump like a dad class on Saturday, which we're not fathers, but I think it's just like learn to jump as an old man. I'm like, all right, we're doing this. So we signed up to go get (laughs) get, um, skate park lessons. But they have like a big airbag, like launch ramp to airbag, which I don't think I can use it this week. It's The weather gets nicer. It's an outdoor thing, but... That's going to be exciting to do. It's like when people jump in the <laughs> lakes. They put the ramp at the edge of a dock and just haul ass into a lake.
0: Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, that makes sense that that has made the sport progress. Because mm-hmm. imagine before that, like trying to do some of these crazy jumps. You're like, well, if I don't land it, I'm going to fuck fuck mm-hmm. myself up. So maybe I won't even try to practice that.
1: Yeah, or, now, or they try. They just get hurt after two or three tries yeah. where it's now you can practice it all day. There's still dangers yeah. in it. still risky, but.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, like, it, so much it's like imagine the, the NFL, things.
1: like everything, every practice is you getting tackled by five guys as opposed to like, all right, mm-hmm. let's just train some muscles and like let's have you dodge these
0: cones <laughs> for a little bit first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Let's see. Do we answer that question? We, we moving on?
1: I forgot what, what the question was at this point.
0: Oh yeah, Cody Bishop. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's go to let's go to Europe and and then maybe uh Utah. Um Nick Toma. Oh, if you had to kill someone with a vegetable, <laughs> which would you pick? Oh. Or al- alternatively, uh if you're a pacifist, what's your spirit vegetable? Uh um
1: I've, if you had to kill so. somebody with one, mushroom's a veg- not a vegetable, a though. I was going to say you could poison somebody. Hmm. But a mushroom's not
0: a vegetable. You could a drop vegetable. a pumpkin on someone's head from a from a 10th-story window. That'd take care of them. You think? Um, you don't think I it would think just, if it was high enough, it think it would just it was break, big enough. break apart? Well, it, it, it would, but I think that initial impact right before it broke, I think that would be a pretty hearty impact. Man, you take a big old carrot. You, you could you could do something with a big old carrot.
1: I don't think you could, Dave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How big of a carrot? Deuce. Size of a bat? You, some of these carrots. Some of these, yeah, like like a, I don't know, size of a mag flashlight. I
1: think I'd make somebody eat raw potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> raw potatoes. Spirit vegetable, still a mushroom. Even though it's not a vegetable, they don't need the hmm. sunlight to grow. They just pop up. Up here, man, we get the crazy Mario Brothers ones up here.
0: Really? Yeah, like big sexual looking mushrooms. <laughs> <Don't> man, there's <laughs> some uh, documentary that came out last year. I haven't seen it, I saw the trailer about, I think it's just called Fungi, maybe. or but It's just all about mushrooms. And a lot of those time, I love those time lapse shots of mushrooms growing. So trippy. Some somebody, I don't know,
1: was a tweet or a meme of uh, like God making mushrooms. Like, what are these? Like, they're mushrooms. Like, oh, what are they all about? Like, well, some of them are delicious. Some of them will make you understand the concept of me as God, and other ones will just kill you. <laughs> and the guy's like, are you okay, man? <laughs> like, you want to take a break? Um, <clears throat> What? Uh, Shit. Scott Crawford, what are your thoughts on Point Break? I just brought this up yesterday. I asked because Swayze talks about the meth surfers only wanting to get radical and ignoring the spiritual side of surfing. Yes, I brought this up to Rachel yesterday because of... I forget what it was. Just like following the waves around the world. That was some bad metaphor related to the people from point break um, are they super meffed out the whole time I don't remember that part of <coughs> point break
0: yeah I don't I don't either I remember him talking were they about, tweaking uh, all the time hmm huh. maybe they were
1: because they were only they were only they were just following the waves around the globe which where I was like I kind of get it I mean, honestly, as far as having like a, like, like heat, like where even the bad guys are still the good guys in a way, philosophically, oh. they did a good job of making you empathize with the bad guys, not mm-hmm. the red hot chili peppers ever <laughs> musically or in point break. You should never empathize with the red hot chili peppers, but oh. Swayze, how are you going to hate on Swayze?
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this: Was Keanu's character was his the character's name really Johnny Utah, or was that just a nickname? Johnny Utah. Are we supposed to are we supposed to believe that his name was Johnny? Johnny Utah, Utah that's on his high license. school
1: uh, college football star.
0: That's just bad writing. Johnny Utah.
1: Really, that's the part that you took ever, you out of it. Not the bank robbing surf crew.
0: You ever met anyone with the name Utah? Like, that's not a name.
1: His real name is Keanu Reeves.
0: Yeah, Keanu. That's not, he's he's Say, part Hawaiian. Okay,
1: what if right? there's an actor named Johnny Utah, and then he's going to play the part of an ex-college football star that turns into a cop chasing surf robbers, and they name him <laughs> Keanu Reeves.
0: You'd say Johnny that, Utah would you not say the cartoons. same thing? No, nah. no, nah, I don't think Keanu Reeves is that, that crazy.
1: Listen, man. if there's anybody who's going to take down a gang of surf bank robbers, it's Johnny Utah. It's Jonathan
0: Utah. I mean, that, why not just name him Johnny Football? Hey, it's, it's Charlie Hustle. It's Johnny it's Football.
1: Slightly too on the nose, but let's. Let
0: it's Jimmy America.
1: John Utah. What if his name was John Utah? Well, that, would you would you have taken it more seriously? That
0: is better. That definitely is better. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Johnny, I think that adds uh, uh, too much to yeah, it. Yeah, he's
1: a young rascal. He's getting out there. He wants to make a yeah, name for name, himself.
0: His name was Thomas Utah, maybe.
1: Tommy Utah? But, uh, he wants to make a name for himself other than Johnny Utah. That's why he's there. <laughs> anyway, my thoughts are that I think I need to review that movie. Uh I remember being cool when it first came out. I think, then thinking it was then where you're like in that era where you only want to like stuff that's good and don't understand camp or silliness or can't let your guard down. You're like, what a dumb movie. And now being older, you're like, man, I just want shit to be fun. And Point Break yeah. was fu- was fun. So,
0: mm-hmm. oh, it's a it's definitely fun. Yeah wonder where they wonder where those beach scenes were Man, i'm assuming probably yeah probably all i malibu Monica probably
1: or, johnny utah coming right down from his actual house film uh... <laughs> ian bowers you know how americans always claim to see civil war soldiers as ghosts do you think people in europe see nazi ghosts and do you think that makes them scarier um i think any kind of war goes... i know hawaii has the um a big thing is, like, the I forget what they are, like, the marching ghosts of the the Hawaiian people. And there's a big yeah. folklore about them coming through the valley, and you have to, like, look down. If you look at them, that's when you die, so you'll, like, hear them. And I would think any kind of mass casualty event would yield some crazy ghost stories. And especially Nazis, yeah. on top of just European stuff being... A, a, much older, like the structures are so much older. And yes, Nazi ghosts, yes, are scarier.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, a live Nazi is scary enough, but what well, if it's a Nazi ghost coming back,
1: regretful about how they lived their life? Mm. It's a Nazi ghost trying to be like, listen, I'm stuck in this outfit. Very unfortunate. I've come to see the error of my ways. But we don't have wardrobe in the afterlife, so I got to wear this helmet with the spike on it now for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's more World War One, but... Um, Drew, uh, what do we got here? Got a lot of good questions. Oh, Drew Brooks. Hey, fellas, what are your favorite desert spots in California? How apropos. So I did a little hiking in Joshua Tree in Death Valley not too long ago, and... It's all I think about. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, Drew. Yeah, I'm big fan of that desert. Um, big fan of the
0: Mojave Desert. Mojave,
1: like, love sounds it. like that's where you're at. Joshua Tree, Death Valley, especially if you get it the right time of year. Pipes Canyon is an area I've stayed at, which is kind of like right by Joshua Tree National Park. And it's, it's like being on Mars. And I like it. Some people hate yeah. it because it's so desolate. I love it, man.
0: I love it we're going next month.
1: Yeah, we'll be out there.
0: Got a got a good crew together. We're going to go spend about 3 days camping. So we'll be out Yeah, there. man. Fucking Joshua Tree. Uh, anywhere out there. I just Yeah, I don't know why I love it so much. I think it's because when I the first time I came to California or the West Coast for that matter was mm-hmm. 2010. I was doing a tour with some other dudes. Never been out this far west and we drove through uh, Arizona and Nevada. And my my mind just got blown. Yeah. Just coming from Georgia, just completely different landscape. And just... I don't know if it's that placebo effect, because I want it so bad to be mystical and paranormal. But every time I'm in the desert, it just feels like, whoa, this is so different and neat. And it just feels like there's something else going on out there than what you're seeing.
1: It's... Yeah, like you go to a, a forest and there's mystery because of the darkness and where things could be lurking and hiding very easily. And it's the opposite in the desert that it is so open and you feel so exposed. Mm-hmm. That it's a yeah, it's a different sensation. But like especially, it's not necessarily California, but like Arizona, the C- a saguaro cacti and uh, seeing the actual cactuses that I only saw in cartoons or in movies. Mm -hmm. Also, like, the movie Raising Arizona shaped me a lot as a young person. Yeah. Outside of it being, like, a great movie, (laughs) but just the landscape, even though I know it was, like, deemed as, like, that they lived in a trailer, I, like, I thought that was the coolest place to be. Like, that they just were in the desert, and you got to see the sun go down over the horizon. There was no, that there was nothing else around. I just thought that was, like, as a little kid, like, that looks... Cool to be out there and just seeing, I mean, shit, when we were coming back from, uh, we did High Plains, that was 2019 now, since there was no 2020, Um, I remember pulling off, because you could just see the different thunderstorms happening. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how open it is. Well, there's a thunderstorm over there, sunny over here, there's lightning over there. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what other areas, though, man. Joshua Tree and Death Valley. Mojave. Uh, Anza Borrego is a dark sky community that's kind of by Salt and Sea. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, on purpose made so the town lights are dimmer than elsewhere, I think, for star watching and everything. Oh, really?
0: I didn't
1: realize that. There's some stipulation of, like, what a dark sky community is, whether, like, yeah, they just can't have certain lights on or... I, I don't know how it's exactly regulated, but it's a designated area for stargazing.
0: Uh, kind of keep it on that theme, Richard DePaz, how do you guys get used to camping on B L M land at similar spots where you're the only one for three for you're only one there for miles. I wanted to say three miles. I tried it for the first time while on a road trip out in Utah, but the snow driving up a mountain at night put me and my girlfriend on high alert. This is this just something you get used to or do you just deal with it? Hmm. I love being as isolated as possible. There's just something neat about that. Knowing that there's not another human being in a five or ten mile radius. There's something... I that really tickles me. I love it. It's uh, I've done it a few times. Well, that I, makes any sound way more creepy though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like any any sound you hear is like, "All right, threat." Yeah. <laughs> and that takes some adjusting. That takes some getting used to. Were you camping or were you like in the car when you were
0: doing it, Dave? Uh camping. Yeah, I, one of the times... But was, had a car uh, nearby. While um, yeah, I had my car nearby, yeah. So, yeah, that, that changes it. That makes it a little safer, you know, something with the shit hits the fan I can get in and haul ass. Yeah. But, um, man, uh, somewhere up in Oregon uh, on, I guess it was 2019, yeah, I did that Northwest run, and uh, and I that was the tour that I... Purposely uh, scheduled it to where I'd have a show and then have like two or three days off between every show. So I could do a lot of camping and stuff. But I forgot where I was at. I was somewhere near the Oregon coast. And just I drove like off the main road. I drove about 25 miles on this little shitty one lane gravel road. Um, So, I mean, it was and that's the one where I did get a little spooked. Like something, I I, I kept hearing weird things and I I was high as shit. I was on edibles (laughs) and I think the paranoia was kicking in, but like, oh, it was the one where I was, um, what it was, I was uh, camping right next to, uh, I don't know if it was a creek or a river. It's either a small river or a giant creek, but it was, it was fairly loud. And the fact that it, it absorbed all my, uh, my hearing senses, like I couldn't hear anything but this water. So then I'd start, like, seeing things out of the corner of my eye and yeah. because I couldn't hear anything. I was I was really getting paranoid because it, it was, I'll admit, it was spooky as hell. Yeah, but that's... It, at the same time, it was still neat. <laughs> no, that's, I mean,
1: backpacking up into a place and staying the night,
0: is it... Yeah.
1: It's like, well, it's probably animals. still not a great feeling because the animals could be bears or mountain lions, mm-hmm. but not, you know, driving like, oh, here's a dirt road. Like that's usually like, oh, you know who else loves this? These places tweakers like that was yeah. we were we were like four wheeling off road in Colorado. And it was like, all right, let's drive up this crazy mountain road into this unregulated area. And instead of like you want it to be natural beauty and oh, man, we're just away from all. It's always just discarded furniture and shotgun shells. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's what you find in those places most of the time, and that's a different kind of scary. <laughs> is dr- drunk people with guns threatening yeah. or not? Just just drunk people at night shooting at anything because they're drunk is a whole
0: yeah.
1: whole other kind of fear. Uh, but that is a good question. With the beer, it's 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 a weird one. It is a scary weird thing to be by yourself in unregulated mm-hmm. nature.
0: Yeah, just make sure you're prepared, Richard. You know, I don't know what your setup is, but uh you definitely need I, I, I keep a uh, machete, I keep a um a child's baseball bat, a T ball bat, and I keep some bear spray. Um
1: I think a bear spray is probably the most valuable thing you got there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, as long as you got some way to defend yourself against a, a, a maniac or a large animal. Or some escape route. What else we got? But yeah, man.
1: Snake with arms. If Hitler was... never had a mustache, do you think that style of mustache would have remained a popular facial hair style? I don't know about popular, but it would have been acceptable.
0: Michael Jordan tried to bring it back in the 80s. 90, That's
1: true. Jordan did have a little mustache. Still for puzzling. A while.
0: I mean, it wasn't it wasn't quite as uh small, you know, as uh Hitler's, but it was still the same general floor plan. <laughs> I never understood what he was trying to do with that.
1: Yeah. Jordan kind of just had his own thing going. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I don't I think it would be uh It's hard to see it and not think of Hitler. It's hard to see it and think, would that look good without the context we know it in? Mm -hmm. Because some shit just doesn't look good. Regardless of whether it was a um, fascist dictator sporting it or a beloved uh, person, you know? I mean, I think Mm -hmm. Lemmy's a cool looking guy, but if you saw somebody pulling off Lemmy's style who wasn't Lemmy, you'd be like, this guy uh, looks pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the I mean, 90s era of giant mutton chops on
0: everybody. Myself included. Did you ever see that Lemmy documentary?
1: No, uh, Well, I think I did, and I'm reading his autobiography right now. I just started it, so I don't have a lot to report back There's on. a
0: great scene in the documentary where they're uh, interviewing, um, what was it, Scott Ian from Biohazard? Scotty Ian is, is from uh, Anthrax. He's... Anthrax, I'm sorry, yeah. not Biohazard. Um, anthrax,
1: which is a biohazard, they, so uh, categorically <laughs> you're correct.
0: Yeah. And I, I I always confuse those two bands for some reason, even though it was well, biohazard. Wasn't anthrax is before. a
1: chemical agent that is a biological hazard, so it's understandable. Hmm.
0: They're interviewing him, and they, he's talking about how they shared a rehearsal space uh, or like a little uh, public storage unit type rehearsal space area where multiple bands had their spaces. And they uh, they got to know Lenny a little bit. And uh, while they were rehearsing, uh, it was in the summer, it was real hot. And uh, Lenny, uh, Lenny, Lemmy, apparently, oh, well, not apparently, they showed the photograph, but he used to rock these little bitty jean shorts, the Daisy Dukes. Oh, yeah. Like, looked like a denim fucking bikini bottom. Yep. And... Uh, and he tells that story how they were like, uh, "Hey man, what's uh, we? We're not trying to be rude or disrespectful, but uh, what, what's up with the shorts?" And he's like, "What? I'm hot. These are cool. These are shorts. What you're wearing are pants. I'm wearing shorts." He's just like, "What? What? Why wear shorts if you're not gonna, you know, expose most of your leg and be cool?" Yeah. And then they were like, uh, "Okay, well, I guess that makes sense." <laughs> but it is funny that I'm sure you could find that pic on Google or something. But it, like fucking big, rough. Crazy, gritty Lemmy in these Daisy Duke denim shorts. so funny.
1: My man just made his own rules and stuck by them. (laughs) That's what you want. That's what you want out of a, a, a musical icon. You set your own course. Yeah. God bless Lemmy. Yeah. The polyphonic spray... I got you. Hey, fellas, hope you're having a nice day. Pretty good so far. We're doing an AM recording, so we're just getting going. Uh, If birds just straight up stopped existing, how long do you think it'd take you to notice? I mean, are we talking, are we including chicken and turkey? Like, all of a sudden there's no eggs in the store? (laughs)
0: If it's birds... Yeah, that's a great question. Birds how, in the if sky. If there were no birds flying around in the sky, it, how long would it take to notice? That would
1: It would take a while, I think. Longer than yeah, you think I it think would.
0: I think it could take a, a couple of weeks.
1: That's like one of those moments, going back to the camping thing, like when you're in the woods and all of a sudden, if it's quiet, you should be careful because it means the birds know that there's a predator mm-hmm. kind of lurking around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, common... Report amongst uh, Bigfoot eyewitnesses is yeah. that uh, there were no other sounds in the forest when they saw Squatch, because everybody shut up.
1: I think it. Th- I think it would take a few days.
0: Yeah, I think it'd take me at least a week.
1: You're not eating a lot of chicken. It's just
0: one of those things you you take. For, well, yeah, I mean that whole thing. Yeah, I would know immediately. <laughs> but <laughs> the that's
1: the what I mean. Meat like, meat you go, meat like, meat. I'm going to get a chicken sandwich. And then that's how you'd find it. Like, there's no birds. Or is this like they stopped existing and then they never existed? Like, people would just be like, what's a bird?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Mm. I think I think it would take me a couple days. That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, that, that'd be a creepy thing, wouldn't it?
1: Fucking yeah it would I like birds I just professed my appreciation for the birds earlier By telling the guy to get that bird feeder
0: Man you know who I love I love birds of prey What's cooler Mm. than a big fucking hawk or an eagle So badass
1: I like parakeets Because they're your friends (laughs) Because they just hang out in your house And want to be your buddy I like those
0: If anybody hadn't seen it yet, get on YouTube and search Golden Eagle versus Mountain Goat. Oh, boy. Man, I saw something weird yesterday. I follow this account called Nature is Gnarly Uh, on Instagram, and it's just all these gnarly fucking nature videos. There's a video of a fucking donkey with a huge boner. (laughs) trying to rape a camel and he's not having any luck. And then the camel finally has enough and it like bites him on the neck, on the back of the neck, picks him up in that position, slams him down, lets him go. And the poor donkey's back is broken. He stands up, but you can see that his spine is now fucking crooked. And it's ugh. damn. And he just kind of stands there in shock, like, "What the fuck?" Oh, and his boner went away immediately. <laughs> well, that's
1: I, that's understandable. Yeah, that's the boner. Boner's, yeah, boner's going to get it, out of
0: the way when danger is present on any yeah any creature. But it was actually sad, even though he was the aggressor initially. But just because he just he stood there and he had this look on his face, like, "Ah, oh, fuck, what something's bad wrong," and he just. Then the, then the video just ends. But well, you can definitely you see know. where his, his spine is like a 45 degree angle.
1: Got to topple the patriarchy.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. I didn't realize, like, interspecies rape, you know? Did I use that? Interspecies? Different species, I, right?
1: Uh, well, species? I don't know, man. Horny animals are horny animals, so I think they're going to. Yeah. Stick it where they can stick it. I remember he's had their leg humped by a dog before, so. Yeah, that's true. Horn gonna horn, man. Meaty Gonzalez he says, What's your best story about seeing some weird shit at an airport? I mean, I got a few of those. He said, My wife and I saw a passed out guy sleep through his flight and then stand up and pee right there. He got arrested shortly after. Sleep, like, on the flight and got up and peed, or...
0: Sounds like he missed his flight while he's in the terminal.
1: Oh, and just, I think I've seen videos of, like, guys just standing. I, I mean, I've been blackout drunk. I'm not saying it's acceptable, but I understand how an individual can get to that point. It's not excusing that behavior, but I can understand how someone... Because the drinking rules are off when you're in an air, airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Because you're like starting vacation, so like, oh, let's start early. And it's daytime. Well, we never have drinks in the daytime, so the drinks hit you even harder. Mm-hmm. But what have I seen? I mean, I'm trying to think of what I've seen in an airport. I saw two ladies that were about to fight each other on a flight just over some bullshit. And it's like. It's like if you make this flight late because your assholes, I I'm gonna get kicked off with you, so I can beat both your asses. Yeah. This is already flying's enough of a pain in the ass, and then you got to be trash on this flight. You got to start acting like trash. Um, yeah, just gross gross behaviors. I was gonna. I was going like and I and, uh, like I finally said something I was going to, to do the festival in Alaska in twenty nineteen. And a dude next to me with like a bunch of hickeys was just biting his fingernails off and spitting them onto the ground. Ugh. And I was just like I just look at I was like, hey man, how about we're not doing that anymore? I just had like I had to say what like, you like, say? like th- what you're doing. That's gross as hell, man. Yeah. But this dude was a fucking
0: caveman. He
1: was there was he was like on like a drug come down or something. He was falling apart.
0: Man, I forgot where I was at, but uh I think I told you this story. One time, it was a couple of years ago, two or three years ago. I was coming home. I was somewhere else. I was coming home, flying home. I was at the airport. Check in, get all, you know, past security, get to my gate about an hour beforehand, uh, pop an edible, I'm sitting there, got everything ready, we're an hour ahead, I'm sitting kind of like in the main, you know, it's not like I'm off in another gate or anything, I'm sitting at my gate, up against the window, looking out the window, high as shit, listening to music, and an hour later, they boarded the plane... And I'm sitting there and I'm just having a good old time. And 30 minutes later, I'm like, huh, are they running late? And I go (laughs) check and she's like, uh, that plane just took off 20 minutes ago, sir. I was like, oh, I've been here an hour and a half. Fuck. (laughs) Just said what didn't fall asleep. What didn't fall asleep? Wasn't crazy high, you know, wasn't blackout drunk or anything. Just enjoying my edible, listening to music, staring out the window. And in my peripheral, I, uh, I saw people getting up and boarding. It just in the back, I guess I was like, oh, "That must be some other plane." It's too early for my plane, and uh, just sat right through it. I'd laugh, but I've heard
1: that happen to other people, also. Mm-hmm. And it's easy. I've I always I'm a big fan of. Uh, I'm such a booze bag at the airport. Like I'm the one who's always like at the airport bar, going like, "Hey, can you watch my stuff? I just gotta go see if my flight's boarding." <laughs> I just leave a phone plugged in Bags, I don't give a shit I'm going down to see if the plane's boarding or not But you're not alone I've heard of a few people doing that Like all of a sudden you're sitting there, you're kicking it You're like, I got here early, now I know I got time to kill And also Nobody expects a plane to leave on time anymore Yeah So if it leaves on time That's technically early at this point Uh huh But yeah, I've I've done that shit. We were going to, I had, a, I had a real rough flight. I was in Florida for work. And then Rachel and I were going to Hawaii. And so I was like, well, I'll, I'll just go straight there. I'll meet you at LAX. And at the airport there, and then we'll go to Hawaii. So I'm mm-hmm. flying from Florida, to LAX, LAX to Hawaii. So it's like a 10 hour day for me. And so yeah. I had an, AM flight on the East Coast landed in LAX. So still the AM, even though now at this point Mm -hmm. I'd been awake for whatever. My favorite dumb bar was always, it was previously Malibu Al's, (laughs) which the name alone, Malibu Al's, I loved. (laughs) And that that was the only bar I was a regular at. That's when I was like really working the road super hard. Every weekend I was... Uh And so that was the only bar, like, actually the bartender like, hey, man, what's up? Like, I get to know the guy. It turned into Rock and Brews, which is the dumb rock <laughs> and roll theme bar. And I was there. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have Bloody Marys. I don't think you can get drunk off Bloody Marys. From all I know is what Rachel tells me. She's like, I was pretty sure they weren't going to let you on the flight to
0: Hawaii.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got there.
0: Oh.
1: And it, it, she's like, you were trying to talk. To a woman who was just trying to eat breakfast Before a business flight And you were acting like it was Saturday <laughs> night At your favorite watering oh. hole I had Bloody Mary <laughs> All over the front of my shirt <laughs> and I did I landed, in, guy. I landed in Hawaii So hungover <laughs> The Jeez. first night of vacation I was like Ugh. And it was like 6pm It was dinner time and I was just hungover like it was a Sunday morning
0: God damn.
1: So that that's, that's <laughs> probably... I'm probably the result of most of the weird shit that I've seen. But I don't even know what's weird anymore. You fly long enough, you're like, oh, yeah, it's just like being at work. This is a place you go to and somebody says something or fights or whatever. You're like, yeah, this just happens at a place where the public gathers. Yeah. My favorite was the guy trying to get through customs in Canada who just had so many lies he was trying to keep together that the Canadian border guards knew he was lying and would just keep getting him to stumble on his lie. (laughs) And at one point he's like, he's like, Oh, you know what? I think I just have low blood sugar. Like trying to think, like thinking that if he says that they'll just Speed him through so he'll leave the airport And get some food He's like actually I just have really low bl- blood sugar So if you just let me go I can go get something They're like oh well, we'll just call the ambulance right now We're going to get an ambulance for you He's like well no no I don't That's like, No no sir if you're in our custody And you have a, a health issue We're going to get an ambulance And you could see all the other guards like Oh yeah this is a good time Like they were calling <laughs> other guards over to watch How bad they were fucking with this idiot And I thought that was pretty funny
0: Anyway. Man, that is one thing. That's one mm-hmm. thing I don't miss about uh, this last year is airports. I just, mm-hmm. I just despise just everything that goes along with it. Just, I think it's the fact that we both live lifestyles that, because we don't have traditional nine-to-fives, just having to keep a schedule at least for that day is very annoying <laughs> to me. Having to be somewhere at a certain time. Yeah. But I don't do that. That's for other people.
1: I miss seeing hot people having to get on a Southwest flight last.
0: <laughs>
1: that was always like the little equalizer of seeing like hot jerks have a seaboarding <laughs> pass on Southwest and seeing nothing but middle seats like, yeah, sorry, beauty queen. You're going to be bumping elbows. Not everybody
0: gets what they hot. want in this world. <laughs> Hot jerks sounds like a band.
1: Yeah. Sorry, you're going to have to squeeze those fake cans between a couple of slobs going to (laughs) Vegas.
0: (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, I've always wanted to ask you this, and I never have, but your your bit about being on an airplane and the two Spaniards fucking, were they really fucking or was he like fingering her? What was going on there?
1: Some sort of sexual relations there was a there was a really? big jacket, and that was up
0: for a reason so but but they weren't on each other like they weren't straddled uh, up together, man. saddled up or anything
1: i i mean they no it wasn't like a full like a uh-huh. proper move like a sanctioned position
0: <laughs> he'd probably get them an HGA him an h j though
1: something there was something nice. going on
0: mm-hmm.
1: there was something there was That's there was funny. some sort of exposure being covered by that large <laughs> jacket.
0: What nerve What a ballsy move No pun intended well, I mean Yeah To do that Now if If you, the, if it's just a couple In a row In a, a row by themselves You know Maybe But like you got someone else Sitting on that row I mean and Trying stuff
1: They weren't touching me So Yeah <laughs> Again I'd rather have that That's some Dude I There was When I was in China And uh, somebody explained to me How like The China Like a, like Chinese kids are so spoiled because of the, the birth regulations they had had for so long uh-huh. that now all of a sudden there's like these, like an only child, like one boy from two parents who those parents are the only children of their parents. So now mm-hmm. this kid is like the one child. That's the last result of two families. So they're super yeah. spoiled. And I was on the aisle seat and this kid's in the middle and his mom's on the other aisle seat. And this kid, every time a flight attendant walked by, he'd just go, Coke, Coke, full can Coke. of Coke. This kid probably drank a six-pack of Coke <laughs> on a two-hour flight. <laughs> just a little fat-faced Chinese kid just down in bubblies. And then and then, of course, he's like then he's got to go to the bathroom. And like somebody's saying, like, they call them little princes. Like, they're super spoiled because they're going to, like, wind up taking over their dad's billion dollar industry, you know, industrial manufacturing yeah. plant. And this kid, he gets up. My headphones are plugged into, like, the screen in front of me. This kid just, I had to put hands on this child because he just tried to walk through my headphone cord. Like, he saw it. It exists physically. And I think he was just so used to somebody moving things out of the way for him that he was just going <laughs> to walk through my headphone cord like he was winning a marathon and then, like, put my hands on him and be like, stop moving, you dumb creature. Move the cord for him. And then he came back and threw up in a barf bag for the rest of the flight, and I thought that was hilarious. Really? Yeah, because in my head oh, I was just like, "Coke!"
0: Yeah. Every barf, coke. How old was he? Like, is he super young, or?
1: Uh, I mean, I look like maybe like a 8 to 10, maybe. I don't know how.
0: Okay, okay. Wow. But, yeah, somebody's
1: telling me, yeah, you just go by a store, and you'll see, like, a grandmother just feeding a child ice cream at 8 a.m. because they just get whatever they want.
0: I always hate when, like, if you're sitting in row B, and I'm sitting in row D, We don't need to be having a conversation. I hate Uh, when like a husband and wife or two different rows or, you know, friends mm -hmm. traveling together, but in different rows, like turning around like, hey, fucking eyes forward. Stop it.
1: Can you get up? I just really want to sit with my friend. So even though you're set down with your tray down and your drinks and your books and everything, can you move? No, I can't. This flight's an hour and a half long. Be an adult and be by yourself. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Not putting up their shit Man that was another Like Getting on flights Where people don't know How to fly Or like it's a new flight Like Vegas yeah. flights Are always oh. a big one For people like when we're going on yeah. vacation We never take vacations We're going to Vegas Or Florida The Orlando mm-hmm. airport Just oh. Cut every vein in my body Instead of making me Fly through Orlando Ugh. Because of Disney World And everything But again China there was one flight where, like, I don't know how much they're paying these flight attendants. I swear to God, 70% of the flight waited for them to do the announcements where even if it's in Chinese, I know they're saying, like, now put your seatbelt on and stay down because we're now – the plane is now moving. 70% of the flight waited, like, you know what? Now I think is when I want to get stuff out of the overhead compartment. Not only get it, but then yeah. throw it across the plane to my friend – like, I sat there, I just had shit flying back and forth. It was, <laughs> like, I've definitely been on Greyhound buses that were more well-kept well than a flying a discount Chinese airline between cities. Mm. Yeah, that did not sound very fun. Anyway, that's, that's there we go. Airport stories. You got them, Meaty Gonzalez.
0: <laughs> oh, man. We should probably land this plane. I got to go make some soup.
1: Is that uh,
0: a real term, or you got you got the shits? No, that's a real term. Oh, okay. Katie had a uh, a facial procedure yesterday that she wasn't. She got upsold a free. She went to go get some shit under her face, and <laughs> basically got like a free facelift. So now she can't chew anything for three weeks. So I'm, I'm making her a bunch of soup today.
1: That's an odd thing to drop casually at the end of the Q&A episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she yeah. got a free facelift. I think you should spend money on those.
0: That's what I told her. It was one of those things. It wasn't a traditional facelift, oh, but it was... this
1: is not... It's that an, doesn't it's sound an outpatient, better.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's some outpatient thing. And she was the fucking guinea pig to some trainees that were doing this thing. And I was like, no... Like, this is not a free haircut at the cosmetology school. This is your face. But, uh, yeah, well, so now she can't, We got to have a liquid diet for three we're weeks. Gonna, we're
1: going to have plenty to talk about on the regular episode in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, good luck with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's a... Like one of my friends' wife and an friend got
1: used a Groupon for LASIK. Ooh. Well, good luck to Katie and all that. hope the soup is uh, up to par. (laughs) One last quick one. Corey Childers, Spam, bologna, or Vienna sausages? Bologna all day. Spam. Oh.
0: Spam. Wow, Spam. I like bologna. I got no problem with bologna. Vienna sausage, definitely number three. Like, there's so much better. Well, I guess you could say that with all all three of them. I was going to say there's so much better versions of that. Of little yeah but know, if you
1: got them dancing around in the little meats. sauce the little can with the sauce though mm-hmm. there's a lot of good questions you know what we're going to pick up the rest of these questions uh next month's yeah. QA and a because there's a lot of good questions we didn't even get to
0: yeah we'll get to them um yeah man patrons thank you so much we appreciate the hell out of you a couple days late this month but hey what else is new And, uh, yeah, Kyle, I don't know if you know, uh, but I I switched over temporarily, just just mixing it up. Instead of Dave's Kitchen right now, we're doing uh, Dave's Record Room Q&A. So we're talking music over there. So all things music is uh, your other little bonus episode. So you get the regular Q&A and you get whatever I'm doing Q&A. Dave's the
1: one doing the heavy lifting on this show. We all know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the heavy lifting.
1: You're the nuts and bolts of this whole operation, Dave.
0: That's right. I'm the one with the secret Wikipedia access.
1: Well, the behind um, the scenes,
0: though. You <laughs> handle the behind the scenes. Nah, it's, this is hardly work. It's uh, hardly work. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. So, But patrons, we appreciate the hell out of you, seriously. Thank you so much. Hope everybody's doing well. Stay safe. Wear that mask. Get vaccinated when you can. You know what? You do anything about vaccination? You 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 look into that. I
1: assume that I'm not qualified for anything, so I'm not even looking yet.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming I am qualified. I think with that, I think my BMI definitely would qualify me. But I, uh, for some reason, I don't think that's how these work. Well, I think I heard that fat people you get you get get towards the front of the line because we're more susceptible. I don't know what my BMI is, but I, I would assume that I'm.
1: So I'm, I should have been plumping up at this at whole or close time.
0: close to the. <laughs> oh man! Here I
1: am trying to exercise, uh, dude. I, I have lost. Uh,
0: I'm down. Uh, I'm down 16 pounds since January 1st. There you go. Yeah, man. 16 in two months. It's me.
1: not bad, man.
0: Yeah, not bad. But you know, oh, what I've been doing. I, I mentioned this on Dave's Record Room. I, I forgot to mention it to you. Um... I haven't had sugar in maybe two weeks, like none. Well, I take that back. I've had some fruit here and there. I've had no processed sugar. Okay. No sodas, no no Red Bulls, no sweets, no chocolates, no nothing. No Jack and I'm Cokes? No sugar. No Jack and Cokes. No. Nope. That's Just good. Well, you weren't uh, too much uh, of a
1: sweets guy, though.
0: Yeah, not much of a sweets guy, so it wasn't that big of a thing. But, uh, you know, I figured that's a good starting point to really you know, make significant changes in terms of trying to shed some pounds. There you go. And and my next is trying to get off of all carbs. I've cut my carbs way back, but I still eat, you know, an English muffin here and there and eat some rice here and there. But, uh, if I could get rid of all sugar and all carbs, I'll be on the right path. Uh,
1: personal happiness though. You got to factor in personal happiness.
0: Yeah, that's true. But you know, I'm also, I've just got to fucking be honest with myself. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm going to die. I almost almost died in the shower, you know? Come on, man. Got to get it together.
1: Well, again, is the no carbs thing healthy, or is that just for weight loss, but it's not healthy? All weight loss that's is not question. just healthy.
0: That, that's true. That's true. But I just figured I got to, you know, I'm going to shed, you know, a big chunk and then f- go from there, you know? But, uh. True, true, true. All righty. Yeah, man.
1: Well, we'll get, you, we'll get you all tuned up, buddy.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Well, all right, buddy. Good times. And uh, we'll talk to everybody uh, on Tuesday. Hell yeah. All right. I'll at your boys.